everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today I'll be sharing a workshop that I did about a week ago called Overcoming Dating Anxiety. I was just listening to it again as I was choosing which parts of the workshop to um, share with you because there was like Q&A. We were also doing some exercises, so I cut some of that stuff out, of course. And I was just listening to the main points that I was sharing and the mindset shifts. And this can really change your life. Like, I wish that I had learned this years ago and... I think that if you really take to heart what I'm about to share with you today, it will drastically reduce your dating anxiety. So I hope that you enjoy it. Before we get into that, I want to share with you that we are now enrolling for the next coaching group. So I have a coaching group called From Dating to Exclusive Without Playing Games. And it's learning these concepts every week, but you can ask me questions. Um, we're in a small group, so you're being supported by other women who are also going through the same process of learning how to date authentically while also creating the result of being exclusive with somebody that's really awesome. You will be able to reduce your dating anxiety in the process and talk it through Um, We will be meeting every single week to work on this together. And in addition to those small group sessions, you'll also be able to talk to me one-on-one. So if there's anything that you need more depth on and want to maybe cover just with me, we will also have one-on-one sessions every month to go into that. And then there's also an online course. So it's teaching you the exact process of how to go from dating to exclusive and everything you need to know from creating dates to how to show up on those dates to create the best possible experience, what to do once you actually meet somebody that you like, how to give your little plant some roots with vulnerability and depth in your connections, how to have the exclusivity conversation, um, sexual dynamics. So there's everything there to help you set up for success in dating and learn how to date in a way that actually creates the type of relationship that you want in the way that you want to create that. So if you are interested in doing that together and having me take you through that process, then you can enroll now by going to the link in the show notes or the link in the bio of my Instagram You can also DM me if you have any questions on Instagram. All right, let's get into today's episode. Um, The first thing when it comes to dating anxiety to consider is actions that we take that make it worse. (laughs) So a lot of times when we feel anxious, we tell ourselves that it's because we're too needy And we expect too much, like we need too much to feel okay. Um, We are too sensitive. Our emotions are too big. We're too emotional in general. And all of that really discounts the value of dating anxiety, which we'll be talking a lot more about today. But the first thing to consider is which habits in dating make us more anxious. 
So I was recently interviewed for another dating podcast and we were talking about dating anxiety. And one of the common themes is blaming yourself for the dating anxiety and thinking, well, I know this is my problem. This is my thing, my insecurity, my thoughts, my mindset. I have to change this because it's happening within me. And how that can sometimes not be helpful in actually finding relief from it. So the metaphor that I offered was it's dating anxiety is kind of like being lactose intolerant where, yeah, the lactose intolerance is your problem. It's your thing. It's in your body. It's happening to you in you. Um, But sometimes you just need to stop drinking milk. Right. So rather than thinking like, oh, I should be able to drink milk. This shouldn't bother me. It's my issue anyways. Why can't I just get over it? And then you keep drinking milk and then you're always upset and uncomfortable. Um, Even if it's your issue and your problem, cut out the milk and you'll feel a lot better. (laughs) So what does that mean in terms of um, dating? The source, so some of the habits that we have in dating are like that milk where they aggravate the dating anxiety and they bring it up more and they make us more anxious. So the first milk that we have in dating is dating a 40% guy, as I call it, or 10% guy, just somebody who is not all in isn't respecting us, isn't showing up for the connection. So let's say you're in a dating situation where you are, you're starting to get to know and date somebody, but it feels like you're always pushing things forward. They're not making plans. They're not showing up to the connection. They text and sometimes they don't. It's really irregular. It's hot and cold. And in reaction to that, you feel anxious then you start telling yourself um, it's something's wrong with me because I feel anxious when that's an example of like, no, nothing's wrong. That's the milk. Like that is aggravating the anxiety. Your body is trying to tell you something about the situation that you're in and what you deserve and what feels comfortable for you. So we'll talk more about that towards the end Um, But I want to highlight some other habits that can make us anxious too. Some people have even shared that they've been on dates with people where the person didn't tell them that they had kids first. So there are all of these different examples of us hiding and withholding ourselves in the dating process, which then develops dating anxiety as we get to know somebody because we're not sure, do you really like me for me? So if we have the courage to be ourselves, not be overly agreeable, not um, make up opinions that we don't have and be honest about things that are important, whether it's your desire to have kids or um, like your job situation or whether it's a health issue or an STD, um, those are the kinds of things where when we withhold them, we grow in our anxiety. So uh, I'd also love to hear from you in the comments if you can share um, any habits you notice so far just by listening to this, whether it's something I mentioned, something you're withholding, 
a kind of person that you've dated that would aggravate the anxiety? Any habits that you notice that make you more anxious in the dating process? Let's see. Yeah, staying in a hot and cold situationship, getting caught up in the potential, um, ruminating. Oh, that's a really good one actually to talk about too. So you said thinking about whether they're just trying to get to date three. So, and I said ruminating. Ruminating is a habit. Ruminating is when we think about something past the point where we got useful benefits from thinking about it. So for example, let's say I messed up a meeting at work and then I go home and I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? Okay. And you think about it for 10 minutes and you think about, okay, I probably should be better prepared next time. And I probably should have gotten enough sleep and I probably should have done those slides in that way, blah, blah, blah. So that's useful. That takes about 10 minutes. Usually what we do is spend the next four days (laughs) rehashing it for hours and hours and thinking, what did that person think? And what did this person think? And how could I do that? And we don't even notice that we're actually just on a loop playing the same thing over and over again. And without that awareness, it's really easy to fall into the habit of rumination in general. So um, one thing that's really important for breaking that habit is, first of all, the awareness and then also getting into action rather than thinking. So thinking is beneficial to a point, but especially when we're rehashing negative things or we're just um, another version of rumination is thinking about unanswerable questions. Um, Unanswerable questions in dating would be, what's gonna happen (laughs) with this relationship? What is he thinking about me? how does he see me? Is he doing this just because he's trying to get to date three? Like there's no amount of hours of thinking about that will ever get to an answer, which is like, oh, okay, now I know. Because being in action and actually being in the process of dating will give you the answers over time. So that's definitely a huge habit that can lead to dating anxiety as well. So we want to start to think of all of these little habits and start to have that awareness of like, okay, who am I spending time with and how does that make me feel? What do I spend the majority of my time thinking about? Am I overthinking? Um, Am I withholding any part of myself and therefore becoming more and more anxious and worried about somebody figuring this out about me? And those are all the milk Right. So maybe you do have something inside of you that tends to get anxious, but let's cut those habits first to avoid aggravating it. And then maybe we don't have as big of an issue as we think. And just realize there's two people, like if there is an amazing connection of any kind, it takes two people to create that. Right. It's, um, like the same way like I do Brazilian Zouk partner dancing. If you have an amazing dance with somebody, like you can't do that on your own. Like it was about the leader's clarity in their direction, the way that they move their body, the follower's ability to predict it and go along with it, both of their training. Like both of you have to bring a lot of stuff to the table to create an amazing mixture that you call a relationship. 
So don't forget that if you ever experience something amazing, you get to own half of that. And what is it about you that you bring to this connection that makes it feel so amazing and special and lucky? So moving on to another big point, um, anxiety can be helpful for detecting those connections where they are milk, <laughs> right? So we start to feel that anxiety and um, it, that can be a helpful signal for knowing when something is not right. So if you're anxious right now, or if you just want to recall a situation where you felt anxious in the past, I want you to ask yourself this question. If my anxiety were helpful, what would it be telling me? Like if I stopped dismissing it as annoying and getting in the way and I hate my anxiety and why do I feel this way? If it were actually useful and helpful, kind of like a compass or a signal or a tool, what would it be trying to tell you about your situation, your relationship, the person themselves, or indicating or bringing awareness to certain thoughts that you have? So um, I just want to give an example for the thoughts because I think that can be less clear. Um, I had one client who, even if the person was showing up fully, she had a thought that men always reject me. And the anxiety was coming from that thought, not necessarily from a 40% person or anything like that. And so she didn't even realize that was a thought going on in her mind. And the anxiety was helpful for noticing that was coming up in her connections over and over, and then we could actually work through it and see how that's not true. And maybe let's say that is true, like every single person has rejected you. That's still helpful information because then we can see why, like what are we gonna do about that? In her case, it was not true, it was just a thought. And in most people's cases, it is just a thought. But that's an example of how anxiety can be helpful for noticing like, oh, I'm feeling anxious because I keep replaying this story about my ability to have an amazing relationship. The last thing that I want to share is you don't have to get rid of anxiety to have an amazing relationship. So a lot of people come to coaching, like, fix me, <laughs> get rid of everything that I don't like about me, including my anxiety. And um, like a lot of people think I need to completely change my attachment style before I'm capable of having the kind of relationship that I dream of. And that's not true. So let's say you cut out the milk from your dating experience. First of all, that will reduce your dating anxiety by at least like 75%. Right. And like, just if you're here, you know what dating anxiety is like, you know how it can overtake everything, you know how it affects work and your health and your friendships. And it's really intense. 
if you just turn the volume down 75%, first of all, you probably wouldn't even care about <laughs> your dating anxiety anymore. It would be really infrequent. Um, but I also want to talk about how your anxiety is actually based on a strength that you have that you bring to relationships that you may not be aware of. So many people consider themselves emotional, needy, overly sensitive. And I definitely used to say that to myself as well. Um, But the anxiety is actually a signal of a strength. And rather than using some of those words which have a negative connotation, like needy, emotional, sensitive, I want you to start thinking of yourself as a highly attuned partner. So what that means is when we're in a relationship with somebody, we have that little plant. So it's you, me, and the plant. And we have to pay attention to that plant to know which actions to take next. Do I need to water it more? Does it need some space? Does it need fertilizer? How's the soil? Are there bugs on it? All of that kind of stuff. And when we are a highly attuned partner, you like, it's going to run with a different metaphor. You have a constant temperature temperature check of your relationship. It's like there is a constant thermometer and you know, like it drops one degree and you feel it and it goes up and you feel it. And so you are more sensitive in that way, but that's actually not a bad thing. That's really helpful for a relationship. Now, what we want to learn to do in a relationship is not panic when it goes down one degree, um, but also really own that strength of like, it's as if you're able to constantly tell the weather of the entire world. Like, you know, if there's a storm brewing in Africa, you know, if there's like a if there's sun coming for the next 12 days, like you always see things coming and you feel them and you're able to predict and react to those things. So first of all, sorry about the three metaphors. Um, (laughs) But the point remains that that's really helpful in a relationship because um, that combined with the ability to speak up on things in a way that's not attacking or blaming your partner will be a really useful asset in creating the best relationship possible. Um, So for example, like in my relationship, if I notice that I start feeling anxious or if I'm feeling disconnected or anything like that, there's usually a good reason for it in terms of like little things that were happening over the last week. If I didn't have that sensitivity I wouldn't notice those emotions early on. I wouldn't notice those little things until they start to snowball into big things. And that's when people have deep set dynamics in motion in their relationship that are really hard to break out of. So you're able to catch all of those little things really early in the relationship. Like, hey, we haven't been as playful recently or we're not connecting as much or There's just like something like maybe we're not just touching as much as usual. And you notice those little things and you're able to address them before they turn into something big. And also you notice like what feeds the relationship. 
and what makes it feel better and you're able to add more of that. So really owning the anxiety is like only 10%. You're only paying attention to the anxiety, but the anxiety is actually the signal, is like a part of this larger skill. You also feel really sensitive to things going really well. Like I said, you go up with each degree and you go down with each degree. So the anxiety is a part of this larger skill set that you have as a highly attuned partner.